0: hi there thank you so much for tuning in this is the last chapter of financial well-being and financial independence for women and in this chapter i wanted to discuss uh, how we can actually get a home how can we get in the property leather so let's recap very briefly we've started saving a lot because we've, we've changed habits thanks to chapter number one where we've been looking into how we consume and how we can change that then chapter two we started creating a parallel business to our normal job and ended income, making some extra cash that we really need. And then chapter three, we started trading. Now, keep in mind, chapter three and four, you can swap around. Some people prefer to get their property first and then get into trading. That's actually what I did. I first got my property and then got really into trading. The reason for that being was for me because I had saved already kind of enough for the deposit and I didn't feel like I wanted to be using that money to kind of risk it trading because trading, as I said, you can lose it all. So keep that in mind. Chapter number four, as I said, how to get a home. The truth is it's a very difficult job. It is exhausting. Everyone's going to make a lot of problems. The only person that really wants you to buy the property will be the, of course, person selling you the property. Mortgage advisors are going to be meh. The solicitor is going to be a nightmare. And to get a mortgage won't be easy, but it is great task to do. And my advice, first of all, when we look into properties is think outside the box. At the moment, maybe you're renting and then you have this amazing flat very central but if you're going to be buying it means you need a lot of money you need either a massive deposit. remember it could be ideally 20% of the total amount of your house or you will have to have a very good salary which is not the case for most of us so the way that you can really do it is think outside the box speak to all your friends start visiting people around go to people's houses go for a little dinner bring the wine and explore different neighborhoods really explore your city making make sure you look into council tax leasehold all these extra hidden costs that sometimes comes with a property that maybe because you're renting you're not familiar with and this takes me back to one idea which is the idea that maybe it doesn't make sense for you to get a property in the city that you live in so really explore how much is it to rent how much is it to buy a property in your in your city because every city is different i'm talking from a london point of view where literally to get a property by yourself is the best investment you can do what happens is you've been renting for years 5 10 15 years whatever and when you leave those properties, you have zero money in your in your pocket. You, ha- you can't sell anything because you've been renting it, right? The idea is that we're going to find a property that is nice in a nice area that we like, that is the size that we need for the next two to five years. And from there, we're going to be able to save money. So golden rule that I always say is don't invest or don't spend more than 33 percent of your salary in your home. And when I say home, I mean renting, council tax, gas, electricity, water, you name it, Wi-Fi, you name it, anything, right? And that's something you have to still keep in mind when you're looking for a property. Most of the times, you will have to make some maths, speak to the people that own the the building, if you're getting like a building with multiple flats, and really sit down and do some work to ensure that you're not getting into a little trap where you will be struggling month after month to get your things paid. My choice was, I wanted to chip in the whole deposit uh, as much as I could, We'll be right back. the cat sat on the um, I then got a really good mortgage rate because of Brexit now with coronavirus the same. They're really trying to get people to have mortgages, so money is cheap. And then what I really did is I looked and squeezed the numbers. The first offer I made to my property was low. They said no, and then I make another one. And actually through the time, because the times and in the, in the moments in this journey of getting the property changed, I was actually able four months into negotiation where we've already sign the offer letter to reset the price and get another added discount so really play your cards be a negotiator don't be scared of losing the property that's what they want they want you to think oh my god i need to get this property now i do whatever otherwise uh i won't have any home or i will have lost the opportunity there's plenty of property out there really take your time negotiate hard and ensure that you know your numbers so you know what you're talking about a typical mistake is we get into a new home and we want it to look like we want it to look, and then we start changing the bathroom and the kitchen and here and there. And generally, when you move into a house, first most probably you don't have a penny to spend in anything except of a little bit of of paint for the wall. But in general, don't overdo your first home. Don't change things. Don't invest in changing walls because it's very very probable that you're not going to be there for a long time. Your situation can change, and this is the other thing when you're looking for property. To really close your eyes do some internal conversations and meditation and think where do I think I'm gonna be in the next five years in fact change that question where do I want to be in the next five years and with that in mind and how it's gonna impact your personal life and your professional life the, the the fact that you have a home in specific areas or a home that is a certain kind of characteristic keep that in mind when you make those decisions so some of the takeaways in a nutshell is really Tell everyone you're looking into properties because people will come up with great ideas and there is no such thing as, you know, more powerful as to put things in the universe and it will come back to you. Get a solicitor referral, but also get a broker referral. I am happy to refer everyone to my broker. She is amazing, helped me all over the journey. And actually she got me flowers when I got the apartment, sends me cards for my birthday, and she's been helping me in general. So if you need a referral on that, just give me a shout. I'm happy to give her number or her email address and then negotiate really hard, go very low offer because it will go up. No worries. Everything goes up. And of course utilize crises and things and situations and play it with the game. Brexit, coronavirus, whatever it is, just go negotiate and negotiate and negotiate. The home and 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 the state agencies now are quite desperate. The situation is quite difficult. So take it to your advantage. Try to get the best property for the best price. And that's depending on you and your negotiation skills. So go for it make sure you've made your homework so council tax leasehold you name it all these costs make sure there is no hidden costs and no surprises for you once you get the property because then it's going to be quite difficult for you to um get out of it easily right so keep that in mind and take your time to find a neighborhood to explore things take your time to find the right home but go with your gut feeling don't wait for days and days and months and weeks I know people have seen I mean a hundred properties I have not done that I don't have time every time I go and travel somewhere to see a house those two hours of my time cost a lot of money so what I want to do is follow my gut feeling so I maybe saw in total six seven properties also because my budget was really low so there was not a lot to see to be very honest but it just went straight you know when I saw something I liked uh, looking to the south really sunny Good windows. I just went for it. But everyone has their list. And this takes me to the next point. Be very aware of the list of the things that you don't want to and Things that you really want your house to have. And that's absolutely fine. That's not a problem. But communicate it with your state agent. Because he's your friend. He wants to make his money. And you want to find a house. So he or she will be able to help you. So really embrace that. And then you don't need the home forever. Think of where you want to be in maximum five years. Visualize that. Try to find a house that adapts to that concept of that idea of where you want to be and just go for it really it's it's just getting a property and if everything goes fine if all my tips work and the world keeps on being positive and taking the right way in five years you will be able to rent the current home that you're buying now and hopefully get a bigger one so here's my takeaways and here is my input on how to be financially free i hope you've enjoyed number one two three and now chapter four I would love to get input and hear all the feedback. So feel free to ping me on Twitter or on the comments tab on my YouTube channel or just email me. Thank you.